specials which I've only done two so it really shouldn't have been that hard for me to check I don't know if I usually open with the intro I don't think I do but whatever I guess this is special this is your third special in fact and it's going to be your second talk prep so um I think the first time I did the talk prep I think I mentioned that like I was really excited about it and I was hoping I'd get some other opportunities um, to speak again, and, you know, I labeled, I made a folder, you know, and that's like the, that's like my nerdy, techie, whatever, like, symbol to myself, like, oh, I hope I'm gonna write more and put more in this folder, yo, like, the day before I gave that talk, which is, like, the day after I recorded myself practicing, um, they asked me to speak again at a bigger conference, which is scary, but awesome, amazing, right? Um, so I've been working on this other talk, and the difference this time, y'all, is, I don't know, I don't think it's just about being nervous because it's a bigger crowd, um, hoping I can do better than I did the first time, even though supposedly I did good the first time. You know how it is, right? They're never going to tell you if you did super bad. I mean, they might, but it'd have to be, like, really, really bad, you know? Um, so it's like... Oh, even <laughs> I think I mentioned when I did the last prep, I, like I sent sent it to be proofed by a couple friends, and they sent me back zero edits, even though there were like obvious spelling errors and like grammar issues that I found later and fixed. Like I need someone who's gonna help me, but I guess maybe I always have all the help I need, right? Um, so my goal this time is shorter, though. Instead of going for 15 to 20 minutes, I'm shooting for 10 minutes, which is like a whole different ball game for me. So I'm going to set a timer, and I'm going to give this new talk that I've been working on a read. But the thing is, like, I have seriously already rewritten this. I think this is, like, my fifth rewrite. And I don't just mean, like, editing and revising. I mean, like, rewriting. Because I just, like, cannot... I don't know. I just don't feel like I'm on the right rhythm with it. Like, it's not the wrong path, per se. It's just not, like, the right rhythm. Like, there's some fiery things to it, but, like, what I mean by rhythm is it just doesn't feel like it's on point, right? Like, the energy doesn't feel right. Some of the wording feels a little forced. Part of it is I'm kind of, like, flirting with talking about something that's hard for me to talk about so I think it's just harder for me to write about anyways I did not need to give you guys as much of a preface I think I've given this talk a different name or no name every time I've wrote it um so right now it's literally just the letter d I don't even know why I think the last title I had was like for the love of a daughter big yawn Love of a Daughter, which is like the name of a Demi Lovato song, which is cheesy and silly, so I'm not sure why I did that right now. I'm just going to make it ABC. BDFG. <laughs> Whatever. So here it is. Um, maybe by the end of it, I'll think of a new title, but I'll start myself a timer, and we're going to see how far we get. Ready? 
and going. I started working on this talk within a few days of them asking me to do it, but it took weeks for me to write something that I felt certain needed to be said today. Amidst those initial phases of the process, I stumbled across a pattern in my life that was surely woven by the mysterious but meticulous hand of our Heavenly Father. A domino effect of signs that would reach me exactly when I needed them most. I'm not going to spoil you with the details just yet. Consider that your cliffhanger and bribe to stay tuned as I tell you about some other things first. If you haven't met me yet, my name is Reed Laleen. And I apologize in advance if you haven't heard me testify before. I am wonderfully and fearfully made to be a rambling, bumbling machine full of tangents and earnest excitement whenever I get the chance to share some of my story. I won't even pretend to understand why I was made this way. I'll just simply hope that something, anything I say will make a difference. If I say even just one thing that impacts even just one of you, my mission here is accomplished. God loves each and every one of you that much. Silly text messages. You are worth the rest of the room being bored, confused, even irritated, or disappointed, if that's what it takes to make you feel like what I shared applies to you. Between you and me, guys, I'm not sure if President Swap uh, knew that there was a 50-50 chance he might regret asking me to speak. I have no idea what I'm doing, but luckily for all of us, I studied the words of some people who do. In the most recent October General Conference, with all due respect, in my honest and fangirling opinion, the speakers came at us a little reckless. <clears throat> it was beautifully savage. <laughs> I was not feeling good that weekend, so I actually slept through most of it. But when I eventually woke up, the more I was encouraged to read, the more I really woke up. Many or probably even most of you have felt that feeling many times. The sharp end of the stick when it comes to what President Nelson calls the joy of daily repentance. As a convert whose conversion has moved at roughly 100 miles per hour, I can promise you even the rebuke of the Spirit is a gift. It is a gift to feel the corrective stings that help you stay on the straight and narrow. In this talk entitled, in his talk entitled, Overcome the World and Find Rest, President Russell M. Nelson promises all that the covenant path may not make life easy, but it certainly does make learning how to bear our burdens easier. President Nelson tried to teach us the following, open quote, the truth that is, is that it is much more exhausting to seek happiness where you can never find it, close quote. I know a thing or two about that. Our happiness is not born of external things, nor is it meant to be eternal when it's born from mortal things. Worldly things are just that, fleeting, and they're so much less than you should settle for. Sorry, giving myself a five-second running I should just. I sought to find peace in art, in music, in sports, in writing, in reading, in studying. I sought to find meaning in thrill-seeking, testing limits, challenging authorities, openly rebelling, and questioning anything and everything. I sought to find purpose while running in dangerous circles. I sought it in boys I had no business talking to. I sought it in drugs and alcohol. I fought to remember why I even ever believed happiness was possible for someone like me in the first place. 
I fought to protect myself by walling myself off from anyone and every anything I feared might jeopardize the last bit of light I was clinging to. For a very long time, I was cold and calculating. I had no empathy and I had no desire to believe that there was still a loving God somewhere waiting for me to come home. In the same conference talk, President Nelson urged you to believe that it is through our efforts, not squarely our achievements, in striving to live the higher laws of the gospel that we are changed, several of which are either taught or reaffirmed in the temple. Boating the question of whether we're meant to change before we should go to the temple, or is it by going to the temple that we are changed? Is it the chicken or the egg? Do we stay worthy to attend, or do we stay worthy because we attended? Do we need to learn more before we go, or do we learn more the more we go? Connotations matter, but they're not black and white. This is not simply right or wrong, and it is not a spectrum question of left or right either. Your relationship with the Godhead is yours, and mine is mine. But if there's anything you can learn from some of my experiences in, the, in with, and regarding the temple, I hope you hear it clearly today. Today is January 22nd of 2023, and preparing for this exact day made it clear that, oh boy, do I have a story for you. So buckle up, kids. On January 22nd of 2014, I was a senior in high school. I still had never even heard of this church, let alone temples. I had no promise of an internal family. I had no promise of a thinning of the veil. I had no promise of constant guidance and comfort from the spirit. I had no promise of a savior who would share the same yoke and match me step for step. All I had that morning was the knowledge that someone I loved with all my heart was dying. And as other family members took turns tending her bedside in ICU, all I had was the vague but desperate hope that I would remain strong, a pillar amidst the howling winds of change. When the proud matriarch I had learned to call grandma died in my arms, the rest of the world didn't hesitate to keep moving forward without either of us. On January 22nd of 2014, I had finally reached a level of loss that was so unbearably numb i had no choice but to start asking god questions he answered extremely slowly but surely i was never close to either of my biological parents and most of the places i was bounced around to weren't any better or worse than being with them there was one place just one that was different one place that taught me home is not a place not really not in my world anyway the man I had learned to call dad had left us only a little over two years prior. So on January 22nd of 2014, I wasn't celebrating being halfway through my senior and golden year of 17. I was winning the second half of the duo who helped make mortal me, me. I'm extraordinarily grateful that standing here today, I can promise you that they are both very much alive. Reborn through the proxy ordinances, I've had the indescribable honor and beyond incredible privilege of helping them receive in the temple. When I put metaphorical pen to paper to start trying to figure out how to do our stories in justice, it was a Wednesday that turned into a very memorable Wednesday indeed. My father and I were both born on Wednesdays in July. Summer babies with both belly button and half birthdays always arriving a week apart. Exactly a week apart. He had... He committed suicide the day before Thanksgiving in my sophomore year of high school. November 23rd of 2011 was a Wednesday, 
just like January 22nd of 20, 2014 was. I almost succeeded in following in my father's footsteps exactly 59 weeks later in January of 2013. I had just barely turned my life around for good when my grandmother fell ill and died exactly 54 weeks after that. Wednesdays, all of these. All of these were Wednesdays. Last July, I had an out-of-this-world encounter with Elder and Sister Gong that is its own story in and of itself, but I can promise you I felt something. I spent over an hour with them. She made the comment about being a pioneer, and he later made a comment about how some are chosen and others are called. I didn't know what, but something, and in fact a lot of some things, soon changed. That morning I had woken up supercharged. No alarm. It was weird. Okay. A few days later I woke up again, only this time it was with a distinct and unshakable impression. Go to the temple. <clears throat> what? Go to the temple. Uh, no. Uh, I don't even know how to go to the temple. You're going to the temple. You still have family names to do. Indeed, I did have four sitting out in my truck. Abandoned, but not entirely forgotten. I'd only been to the temple once back home, and it didn't go very well, so I didn't hesitate to bow up the second time I was invited. So there they had sat, and the inner voice did not let up until I was on the move. I didn't know how to make an appointment. I didn't know where I was going or what I was doing. Yet by the time I walked back out of the temple that morning, I knew my day was just getting started. I trekked to the family search building next and was well on my way to starting a streak of ordinance work that I hope never stops. Guys, I kid you not, you'll never guess which day of the week it was. Oh, well, well, wink, wink. With help from both sides of the veil, over 1,170 ordinances have been completed for my... Ugh. I've been completed for my family. 1,177 to be exact. Guys, that might change by the time I do this talk. But I guess that there was some pioneer spirit in me after all. And thanks to research, I eventually learned that there's some pioneer blood in me too. Eight years ago, I didn't even know what a temple was. Four. What it was for. A year ago today, I still had never even seen a temple in person, let alone set foot inside one. Today, here and now, I can promise you that because of the gospel, because of this church, and because of our temples, both of them are alive and well. I don't expect any of you to go to the temple even nearly as much as I do, but I do hope that you'll at least consider going more. I have work to do. I have been called and I'm answering that call, nothing more. And nothing less. So brothers and sisters, this is me winging it now. I must ask you, what were you called for? Will you answer? Something, something, blah, 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 We're over our time limit. Blah, 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 blah. And I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hmm. I gotta say, kids, uh... This is just me being me. Now we're done talking here. Uh, I'm a little worried. I think I might cut down on the intro, maybe. I mean, it was kind of like, I think that when it gets, once it gets into the part, 
of like, oh, God loves you. So I think there's just, that needs to be way condensed. Not condensed, but like, maybe the word is condensed. Yes, condensed. Like really chopped down, really more concise. Because it's like two paragraphs worth of, I don't even know where that came from. But I think it's important to like say that, that God loves us. Because I think we all need to be reminded of that. Like, we really need to be reminded of that. Because it's not some day, Jesus loves me, this I know. Like, it's real. It's real. And I don't think enough people take the time to pause and, like, embrace and remember that. They're like, it is real. Like, there are great powers and forces and beings in the universe that care about you. Right? That's That's kind of a crazy concept compared to the mortal, usual mortal humdrum we do. Anyways, I'm not here to lecture anyone and I'm not here to ramble um yeah so that needs some work but you know running it practicing it helped me see some things that need some work so that's interesting um yeah you guys will probably get a talk pep three and then you can totally laugh about how different it is the next time I practice it because I can pretty much guarantee you it's going to change quite a bit because I still am not very content with this and I think I need to pray more on it but whatever not whatever, but also whatever, <laughs> right? Um, well, as always, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, let me cue up your outro, and we'll see if I pull another marble. Anyways, please send them out. I definitely didn't remember to like re-queue up the track so you do get a marble bonus the marble bonus is me admitting that I'm an idiot <laughs> and here is I'll just do like the mini clip for your real outro and then I'm really gonna end this recording <laughs>